Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon and having um, a lack of hand-to-eye coordination and putting the wrong wrong microphone on, it happens. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants and we pay respect to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledging the intersection of the rainbow communities, as it might be called in Western society, and our original inhabitants, which can include sister girls and brother boys, and acknowledging the unique contributions of those groups to diversity on and around all the lands. If you want to get in touch with the show, there's ways to do it, um, in that you can um, look hit the email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, you can SMS 61456751215. The line is open and waiting for your calls. And um, you can also look for the post on the Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne page and Sally Goldner's personal page. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line, less than 24 hours away from WrestleMania. Well, um, opened up with John Williamson. You come back to Tassie. Well, um, you'd want to come back to Tassie and stay in Tassie because it's Tassie in the news this week. And by total serendipitous coincidence, to quote Daffy Duck or Thorbetha, um, by goodness, um, we I had a Tasmanian guest lined up and she's she's actually just about to leave to Tassie to come to Melbourne for the Comedy Festival where she's got a great comedy show on. Please welcome um, to the 3CR uh, microphones and equipment. Chloe Black, I think live from Hobart Airport, if I have it right, Chloe. <laughs> That's right. No, I'm still at home doing the like a final tidy up before I leave. But um, yes, Hobart in like I mean, sorry, in the airport probably in the next hour. I think. <laughs> okay, then. Well, we'd better not keep you too long, and do appreciate that you've taken the time right. to come along. And what is, as I say, my anyway, as I, say, I don't, I don't control the trans universe, but. Um, there's so much to talk about. I think let, let's start with why you are coming to Melbourne, which, of course, is the fabulous hashtag MICF 2019 Melbourne International Comedy Festival because you is doing a show. Tell us about it. Um, that's right. I'm doing a show called um, Transistor Sister, um, and uh, I've been doing it quite a bit. I've done, taken it to other festivals around Australia. I took it to the Adelaide Fringe. And I even did a little season at the Melbourne Fringe, and I also went to Feast Festival in Adelaide. Um, and so, um, yeah, and finally it has reached, like, the Melbourne Comedy Festival. So it's been a, a journey of about 18 months, in a way, to bring the show um, to the Comedy Festival. But um, it's really good. I'm very proud of it. That's all I, all I can really keep coming back to is that um, it's funny, uh, people laugh in the right places, um, the audience still makes eye contact with me after the show. 
And, so, um, <laughs> and, very good. <laughs> and hope doesn't hopefully throw rotten fruit or anything horrible like that. No, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Very yeah, well. which is um, which is a good thing. You know, it's a good thing that, and obviously, after eighteen months, you've been fine tuning um, as you go along. So yeah, sure. now, now as we come to into Melbourne International, it's um, um, you know ready to rock. Yeah, but, it's, it's um, game ready, I believe, is the term. <laughs> I suppose the question that might come up is how long have you been doing stand-up altogether? Um, well, I've been doing stand-up for an embarrassingly long amount of time. Um, yep. I've um, been doing stand-up, this is my 18th year doing stand-up comedy. Um, so my, I've been joking with everyone that my comedy career is old enough to drink and vote now. <laughs> so, um, I like that one. So, yeah, so it's been a long time, I suppose. Like, um, uh, I was in Raw Comedy in 2001. Um, and so, yeah, I've been doing it a long time. But, I mean, you know, I've been living in Hobart for, like, nearly half of that time anyway. So um, if people haven't heard of me, it's probably because I've just been south of the mainland, kind of, um, you know, in this idyllic paradise. Um, separate from everybody else. <laughs> not a not a bad idea. Um, the mainland can all have its ups and downs. I mean, look, Mel, I've got my coffee here, and Melbourne does good coffee, and there'd be no show without it. But um, that's true. <laughs> um, you know, sort of, it can also be crowded on public transport and driving and that sort of stuff and stuff and stuff that can happen. Exactly. Um, so, and sometimes I do wish for some. Um, there was a track many years ago called A Little Peace and Quiet, and sometimes we wish for that. Um, mm. I suppose my question is, um, you know, from there, um, um, you know, sort of in coming back to the comedy side of things, is, yeah. um, you know, tell us a little about some of the themes that you might touch on in Transistor. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I guess it's a, a bit, a lot of it, or quite a bit of it, is about my transition, being transgender and transient transitioning from male to female, I guess. So, um, uh, and that's going to come about because, well, you know, the old adage is right about what you know. And so I was going through this experience that was happening to me and I came out and then everything like that this was about three years ago. And I thought, well, this is presenting a, a quite a unique uh, circumstance of events and um, um, observations and humorous things. Um, I might as well dive in and talk about it. <laughs> so, so the show has quite a bit to do with about my transgender experience, not necessarily everybody's transgender experience, but my own. But um, uh, and um, but you know, I'm not a one-trick pony. I touch on a few other kind of um, uh, topics. I talk about poetry readings, of course. There's, there's, there's bits about Donald Trump. There's a bit about um, about working in a call centre. There's a few um, choice anagrams um, along the way. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's got something for everybody, really. I'm finding that no matter whether what side of the spectrum or where you are on Team Rainbow, everyone seems to really like it. So it's really good. Yeah, well, you've hit a good point there. You know, we've got Team Rainbow, but we've also got well, very big team, broader community, and sometimes yeah. doing you know stand up when you're part of well a particular group in society could be one way to put it. <clears throat> there is that. Mm. It can be can be have its well. How do you straddle the challenge of you know bridging of bringing the uh, bridging if you like you know sort of you know bringing all of it together? Yeah, it's kind of strange, I suppose. Like, um, I mean, I, I guess I mean I've been performing to predominantly straight audiences anyway, and they all seem to laugh. I think I sort of like to play up on like maybe people have a few, um, oh, you know, people have, people have anxieties that gender, 
and they, um, which is obviously a bit, a bit silly, but you know, it's where where we are at the moment. Mm. So I try, I try and play off that a bit, but also people have a bit, you know, um, uh, some playful uh, stereotypes about gender. I suppose I kind of, you know, I kind of say things like, "Well, um, I've been taking hormones for about three years now. Um, <laughs> done nothing for my multitasking." <laughs> So, you know, I've been, like, exploring a few other things that make uh, people, yeah, people that make associations about the way, about gender and stuff. So I'm sort of making fun of that as well, I guess. Fair enough, which is, yeah. you know, a good sounds like a good way to do it to me. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, and I think, that, I think that is a thing because gender, um, to, you've hit on two really good points, that there is <clears throat> what could be called utopia versus reality. And, you know, your yeah. reality is that we aren't all totally up with it on diversity of gender or anything and that's you know a sad reality but it is is what it is yeah but um also it's because it's something that we have all of us have some sort of gender or not including no gender let's say we can have a think about it and a laugh about it yeah exactly exactly and so it's definitely like just um but you know, just kind of, and also just exploring the gender, like the trans experience with people, sort of talking about that. Yes, people do look and people do stare and stuff like that. And then you know, the, what what that's about when that happens. And so, um, so yeah, I, I kind of like that it treads this line between being accessible, but also being something that you know, um, trans peeps can kind of find some a bit of connection there. And they're like, oh my god, I relate to that so well. Uh, and then the straight, the straight cisgender audience can go, oh, my God, I never thought of it that way. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's the thing. There is plenty to laugh. You know, I know we go through lots of challenges and we've got all the – and I totally acknowledge the research that we have and the pain that people go through. But sometimes you can find a bit of laughter in it and at the silliness yeah. of gender and it's sil- and particularly very limiting um, binaries and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it is it is a – an area that is ripe for material. And, um, you know, you've hit on something that for people who affirm their true gender identity having been forced to live as something they weren't for the first half, there can be, we'll say, surprises, um, whether stand-up or otherwise. What have been the surprises, we'll say, positive and, well, maybe not so? Um, In stand-up or otherwise, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really interesting, I think, um... I talk about it a bit on stage. I don't get heckled very much anymore. I think maybe um, that's I've got some diversity armour or something like that. <laughs> maybe <laughs> people who heckle are worried they're committing a hate crime or something. I don't know. But um, so it can be a bit. Um, that's kind of interesting. But in general, I find, I guess one of the things that I find it's so small and so tiny, but I find it really interesting is that I cycle everywhere, and ah. um, uh, more more people stop and let me cross. Like from their car, than did before I transitioned. <laughs> so it's like, um, I guess I don't know. It's maybe a small little experiment with the gender, I suppose. That when I was living as a man, people would go like, um, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm in my car. You're on your bike. Let's just like, you know, like may the best person get across the road in time." Something. Yeah. <laughs> and now, like, you know, people are much more like they'll stop and kind of motion me across the road a bit. And I'm like, that never happened before. That's really interesting. That's, that is very curious. And that's the first I've heard of that one. That's, now that's got me, you know, that, you know, I'm going to, um, and I totally get your explanation because I have to admit when you first, as you started saying that, I'm going, 
hmm, what's going on there? Just goes <laughs> to show we can, you know, definitely we can all keep learning about gender, which um, <laughs> um, doesn't hurt, so to speak. Yeah, um, exactly. And, um, you know, it's... Um, it um, you know sort of says to something else though. I mean, I think it would be impossible of me and probably irresponsible broadcasting, not to mention um, that Tasmania's had a big week for trans people. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We have like created a little bit of history here, like um, having remember our new gender law reform being passed in the upper house. So um, that's very exciting. It's kind of like. Um, yeah, I never thought it would happen. It's amazing, especially like you know. And it's interesting because Tassie has this strange track record for um, you know helping the LGBTQI um, community, like um, mm-hmm. in just you know the way that the government sort of dragged its feet trying to um, acknowledge us or like trying to like um, make <laughs> make being gay legal and stuff. So. Um, so, yeah, we're sort of almost trying to make up for it in a way, I suppose. Well, look, I've, I, can, I have seen this happen a lot where a state um, lags behind others and then because um, they've sort of seen some legislation, oh, we could do that a bit better, we can think of something else, they sort of leap. It's almost like Richmond leaping from 12th to premiership between 2016-17 in the AFL men's. All of a sudden there's this huge climb up the ladder, so to speak, and someone else is further behind. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, you're being closer to it, and I don't know how involved you are in, say, the trans community. But what has been the mood down there amongst trans and gender diverse and families? It's great. It's really good. There's a lot of elation. I mean, people that um, you know, we all we're a very tight community because, of course, get population. We're very small, so like, um, but you know, we're all quite interconnected via Facebook and everything. And there's been some valuable people um, who have totally been on the grass roots. Of, like cold face of the whole experience. Some people like Martin Delaney mm-hmm. who's been like a, a very um, prominent face for trans rights here in Hobart or even in Tasmania in general, but really even uh, Rodney Croom is another person who's really led the charge for them in this campaign and stuff like that. Um, but it's just awesome because um, it's interesting. It's kind of, it, it has exposed kind of other underbelly of it. There's quite a few like, you know, turfs and radical feminists who've come out with kind of their opposing views and things like that, and, you know, it's created quite a a full-on debate. It's almost a bit like the plebiscite all over again in a little way, Mm. like um, day-to-day. It's kind of like, oh, here we go again. But, you know, the end result is obviously well worth it and stuff. So um, Yeah, definitely. No, it's just good to hear of that elation. I mean, and as you say, it's something that's been fought for for a long time, and um, you know, certainly uh, Martine's a, a legend who pushed hard in 2005 to get rid of some of the unnecessary exemptions in state law, now has done yeah. this, and Rodney's allyship here has been superb in exactly, terms of adding yeah. networks in and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So um, it's a huge win. So um hope you had a glass of something for me. Um, and, no worries, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully it spreads. Well, <clears> you know, I mean... Well, other yes, states, you've got other to... Other states will follow suit, and so it will be, you know, like, um, it'll make it even better. <laughs> yeah, well, look, blow a cool a cool breeze, not a gale, but just a nice cool breeze over the Bass Strait. Um, I'll bring something with <laughs> yeah, you as you no fly worries. into Melbourne later this afternoon, and yeah. um, we'll take it here in Victoria because um, we're now, with four out of eight states and territories having at least what all my words, above pass mark laws, and some very good, we're now in the bottom half of the league, so um, t- oh, bring no, something okay. with us. 
Um, yeah, but I, sure. I do think, though, all the same, that I think Victoria is now, after the state election, looking like we're in a better situation in terms of the upper house. So, um, oh, But we'll take all the... We won't stop fighting until we get it through, of course, um, because yeah, what sure. you've said, as you say, the the TERFs and the so-called fundamentalist Christians who aren't very fundamentally Christian at all will always no, throw their yeah. stuff in there. So, yeah, um, yeah it's a huge win. Um, and... Um, you know, just so so very very welcome. Um, you know, it is a it is a good win after, and and as you say, the um, um, the um, pla- the pa- the parasite as I call it, or the postal vote, <laughs> um, was I mean, pretty awful. Yeah, was the plebiscite pre- so strange? Like, I just I always keep thinking about it. It's like, um, it the word plebiscite. It sounds like a disease you catch in the Middle Ages. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, well I th- like, this this one certainly was. It wasn't democracy. It worked by a long shot, and I no, think, of course not. Yeah, I think to get those stories of the jubilation that you've had, perhaps can ease a little bit of a the 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 plebiscite Middle Ages pain that we all experienced in trans and gender <laughs> yeah, diverse exactly. and families. Yeah. So yeah, look, thanks for that report. As I say, um, total coincidence that we were chatting today. Um, yeah. Coming back to the comedy front, though. Um, you know, sort of. Um, let's let's come back to your show, um, the fabulous, sure, sure. Um, you know, um, show that is happening. Transistor Sister, the new stand-up show by Tasmanian comedian Chloe Black. Um, do you have all the details memorised um, yeah, as yeah. to when, where, who, what, how? It's at, um, it's at uh, Tasma Terrace, which is at um, Parliament Place, um, just up from the up from Spring Street. Mm-hmm. So it's not very. It's very close to all the action. Apparently, it's a, it's a Thirteen-minute walk from the town hall. If you're if you're like so keen, um, uh, and the show starts at seven fifteen, and my opening night is tomorrow night, Monday. It runs from tomorrow night all the way till Sunday the twenty-first. Um, and you can get your tickets online at like yeah the the, yeah, the comedy festival website, of course. And so absolutely. And um, how much are the tickets? Yeah, they are twenty-five dollars. Um, a full or twenty dollars concession. Fabulous at. Has, so maybe a, like a, a group discount as well. Like yep. More than six of you or something. <laughs> well, yeah, let's get some. I've got my Gender Whisperer T-shirt on today in honour of the Tasmanian laws. So um, awesome. we'll get some Gender Whisperers together and um, come along. Um, and, yeah, um, look, just absolutely awesome. And it was also great. Um, there's another st- trans stand-up floating around the traps um, who's just got over from Western Australia. Um, and... And um, she's she's not in the the festival on a, on her own show, but perhaps doing a few uh, spots Anna? here and Anna? there. Anna, yes, yeah, yeah. We've we've well we've we've been on Facebook, so I haven't met in person. We're looking forward to actually like um, catching up in, in the flesh. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Anna lovely. Piper Scott, she so lovely. Yes, she's I did great. have I had a chance to meet her during the week, and it just gladdens my heart to see this any sort of diversity, but obviously trans and bi are close to my heart. So um, you know, um, just all I can say is keep. Keep on rocking, um, um, keep keep um, doing it, and hopefully I can um, get along and see you. And of course, um, that gets you you know two weeks pretty much right all the way through to Easter Sunday. Um, so yeah, big run. Exactly, exactly. It's kind of like um, it's going to be the longest run of the show I've done yet. Everything else has been about eight eight days to a week to eight days, and this will be like two full weeks. So it's very exciting to to hopefully build some momentum. It's sort of sometimes by the time people are raving about the show, it's over. <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> we've we've got in for, we've got in early um, before you've even started, but um, 
you know, sort of I, um, there are plenty of comics at an event I was at on Monday night um, having a network and they were, um, a few were raving about your work so and people judge oh, when God. I trust. So there you go, you've got you've got a tran club or a fan <laughs> club or something. So. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, God, I'm blushing now. That's good. <laughs> blush, blush, blush your blusher off. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, right. so look, I'll let you clean up the house um, so you don't have um, a a sink full of coffee cups to come back to um get sure. you let you get to Hobart airport on time but um thanks for your time today and as they say in showbiz chookers for a fabulous season no worries thank you so much it's been great chatting and um yeah and you have a good one too hopefully we'll see you there see you catch you chloe no worries, thanks bye bye chloe black um stand-up trans stand-up comic um um, has been um, doing stand-up for 18 years and came out as trans, affirmed her female identity three years ago. Wow. Um, it's not easy, um, I suppose, but um, I think, you know, maybe I suppose you've got to be good. And as someone once said, um, you know, when um, you have to break through barriers, you don't just have to be equal. You have to be better than the people who put down the barriers in the first place. And it sounds to me like Chloe's on the right track there. All right, I'll have a talking of tracks. I'm going to do a couple and catch up with them um, in honour of Transistor Sister. Let's have a song about the radio. Here's um, the sports from the 70s. Stephen Cummings on lead vocal. And who listens to the radio? Well, hopefully you do if you're listening to 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Art Auction Alert. Maralinga Pieces, forever on country, will celebrate decades of nuclear resistance and raise vital funds for Friends of the Earth's National Nuclear Free Campaign. Friday the 12th of April at Arena Project Space, 2 Kerr Street, Fitzroy. Live and silent auctions, bar, live music, doors open at 5.30pm, auction starts at 7 Featuring the works of over 60 artists, there's something for everyone. That's Friday, April 12, at Arena Project Space, 2 Kerr Street, Fitzroy, from 5.30pm. Friends of the Earth Melbourne is a 3CR supporter. CR Community Radio, 855 AM. That's us, 855 AM Digital, 3CR.org.au and On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, back in the studio this week after, of course, the outside broadcast from... Um, Hairs and Hyenas last week for Trans Day of Visibility and the podcast is up for what we could go to that. Apologies for the technical issues. We'll find out what happened and prevent them happening again. Um, but what a big teed of it was everywhere. Um, I have to say it was um, the biggest teed of I can remember in Victoria ever, as apparently the saying goes. And um, it was just seemed like it was all happening. I didn't say it for a lot of the craftenoon. I'm not really that crafty, so to speak. But um, got to say, um, lots of people had a good time there, and then um, it's a great um, performance on the evening. But also events everywhere. Um, the fabulous Nouveau Zezin was um, on at um, 
a panel on how to be an ally put on by the city of Yarra, who always do good stuff for diversity. Um, events from all reports in Bendigo and Ballarat. Um, it was mega, and it does seem like there is a big move around the world. I think that um, in the Australian context, first, I think, as sort of touched on in the discussion we just had with Chloe, um, I think people are really sort of beginning to fight back now and um, assert our needs and not take no nonsense from nobody. And also um, on the world stage, yes, obviously challenging. Um, you know, and we acknowledge countries like America and Brazil. And of course, the big issue this week is um, you know what's happening for all of LGBT in Brunei with horrible um, laws being considered there by the Sultan and, well, First of all, they're horrible and should never even be thought about. But I always tend to wonder when one of those sort of, um, you know, people who's in charge of things and it's not very democratic, I often wonder, okay, what are they up to? What's going on? Is there a corruption scandal they're trying to avoid? I was thinking about this in the light yesterday. Um, Something else that's going on, if you're down Geelong Surf Coast area, you've got an afternoon left of the Geelong Pride Film Festival. And I was had the honour and the pleasure, I had the pleasure, so to speak, of um, going down to see the film Trans Military yesterday about, which went up to about 2018, so just after, uh, under the Obama administration, where trans were allowed to serve openly, and now, of course, that um, current president of the United States, Mr POTUS, turning things backwards continually, um, so what a, a roller coaster of emotions, really good film, if you can get to see it in some other way, do. But um, also great to meet the, some of the Geelong gender group down there. Um, the more people, more groups, of course, we have around the country, the better. But, um, you know, I think there is a real spirit of resilience that's re-emerging in Australia, people hanging in there, and to trans and gender diverse people and families in the US, um, where I know it's um, the Trump administration using you as one of its many scapegoats, along with... Um, people from Central and South America. Um, as for um, that man's comments during the week about how we're full, well, one one American is full of it um, anyway. And of course, Britain, where well, the turfs are, um, have got turf in their turf. Um, I can only say the same to transgender, diverse, and families. They're hanging in there. Um, it can get done. Look what Tasmania did after pushing and pushing and pushing for so long, and. No, I am hopefully, I think there now have to be a chance, given what's gone through in Tasmania, that Victoria could get some something done. No official word by any means yet, um, but you've got to think we've got a chance of getting something done this year. And Western Australia um, has laws that have passed one of their two Houses of Parliament. So um, we could get to five very quickly and then maybe six. Um, Queensland, I think, um, having had an inquiry, maybe they're hanging back a bit to see what happens. Not much hope, I don't think, sadly, for New South Wales, given their election results. Sorry um, for people in New South Wales or trans and gender diverse and families there. So, yeah, lots more to come. But, yeah, overall, a huge TDOV, Trans Day of Visibility, and um, still more to go, of course, but um, lots long, um, there's distance to travel, but one gets the feeling after TDOV last week that we are travelling it, and that's all you can ever really ask. Let's have another track, and in line with some Tasmanian themes today, um, here's a track um, from 1982 that ended up on the 20th anniversary of Goanna's Spirit of Place album. Um, it was um, by when Goanna and Red, Come, Red Gum 
combined to be the Gordon Franklin Wilderness Ensemble at a, a concert called Stop the Drop in early 1980, uh, late 1982, um, called Let the Franklin Flow. Let's look after our environment too. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. Has to be something worth fighting for. Absolutely lots of things worth doing. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon to one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Well, lots of things worth fighting for and... Of course, sometimes you can succeed. So let's have a look at the um, Tasmanian birth certificate law and the fight and the um, the win and the um, thank yous in detail. And I'm quoting here from a page on Martine Delaney's Facebook um, from Friday afternoon after maybe a couple of celebratory sherbets the night before. Um, and um, an amazing effort, as Martine says, over the last year by trans and gender diverse people, trans young their parents to bring Parliament to understand it and a host of allies and supporters and um, lots of trans and gender diverse Tasmanians but Martine rightly acknowledges there are others who not truly deserve recognition and they did all this without standing in the limelight instead working tirelessly from side of stage to ensure the focus remained on the community it was all about yes great allyship that's what an ally needs to do sort of walk beside you as they say and and that sort of thing Ruth Forrest, MLC, in getting the legislation through the Upper House. Members of the House of Assembly, Cassie O'Connor and Ella Haddad, um, for bringing parties in with them. Speaker Sue Hickey, who stood against her own party to be the casting vote in the Lower House. And the former Anti-Discrimination Commissioner, Robert Banks. Uh, Robin Banks, I beg your pardon. Last but not least, Rodney Croom, who brought a treasure trove of media and parliamentary networks, campaign skills and resources to the table. Huge things. And... As Martin says again, and this time, quote, all these people strove to ensure they were not the focus that trans and GD people spoke for ourselves. They took on board the importance of this. I'm guessing it was particularly difficult for Rodney. When you talk all things LGBTIQ, he's the go-to man for journalists around the country. They call him first every time, even when he asks them not to. It's a credit to Rodney and all these other important allies that at this point he's still talking about our rights, not others speaking for us, end quote. Um, so... Uh, Martine acknowledges those allies as well as all the trans and gender diverse people. I hope you get some chill time, Martine, um, now um, for a break. Um, you know, um, you've got some pretty good laws down there with birth certificates, but also you're a step ahead of virtually every other jurisdiction in the country, state, territory, federal, in that your religious exemptions and sport exemptions are pretty minimal. So some big ticket items done, um, as said in the conversation with um, Chloe, blow some breeze up here. Um, let's get let's get quacking, so to speak. Um, and there's no reason why we shouldn't um, on the birth certificate laws in particular. Um, so, yeah, um, very good work. Um, just again, of course, the big one is that um, there won't be a gender on the paper printout of birth certificate um, unless you opt into that. So the 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 default the autopilot is yes. While there might be a gender recorded in the proverbial. Um, back end of the system, it won't be on the actual birth certificate. And why should it be? Does anyone really need to know? Um, you know, if you self-declare your gender when you've asked for affirmative action purposes, that's your business. You don't need to present a birth certificate to do it. So a big win there. And of course, um, a base, on, a, on a basis of um, affirmed identity, not surgery. Also, 
um, for adults, um, adult over 18 um, who's known you for more than a year can sign off, same as if you're applying for a passport. They really are good lords, and it does as much as um, the ACT were first cab off the rank in 2000 when it came into effect in 2014 to get laws, for example, based on affirmed identity. Now they've got some updating to do, um, and they're only one House of Parliament, so who knows if they can. Um, South Australia, well, 2016, probably not going to look at it quite yet, um, but Northern, Northern Territory only four months ago probably think they've put that behind them for a bit. But it does make Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland stop and think about, um, well, um, are we going to settle for second best? We'll have to have a think about that and get the community on side. But worst problems to have when you've got to think about um, whether you want the best or second best um, birth certificate laws. But I'm sure we'll rise to the challenge because, of course, trans and gender diverse people is awesome. Um, I double Z or something like something 2014 like that. So, yeah, great news um, from Tasmania. A great piece of law. Well done to all the transgender diverse families and allies who campaigned and did it. Um, it sounds like in precision harmony. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, let's have another Tasmanian song. This time from Coco Phonics on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. Hi, I'm Jacob from a Friday Rave and I'm also on 3CR's Committee of Management. Now, the community of passionate people that founded 3CR a long time ago made some tough decisions. For a start, they committed themselves and a growing community of listeners to back their vision of owning our station and in doing so remaining independent of the government and corporate influence. They did this by fundraising, brick by brick, with work and bees, door knocks, on-air drives and all the rest of it. You've all been there. Now, their commitment has kept 3CR on air for over 40 years. That's a long time even in my life. But now we need your commitment to keep this great thing going. Now, you can subscribe online at 3cr.org.au or phone us at the station on 9419 8377 or even stop me on the bloody street if you see me at some rally or other and ask me for a membership form. You need to become a member of Melbourne Radical Radio and subscribe. Surprise, surprise, surprise. It's a show about kids' stuff. What sort of kids' stuff? All sorts of kids' stuff. I'm Carl Panuzzo. And I'm Daniel Salvatore Christopher Larkins Panuzzo. And we are... Playing the platters that matter. Spinning the discs with a twist. Talking the jab that will keep you alive. To, to make, make sure, sure you, you really, really exist. exist. Every Thursday. From 3.30 till 4. Right here on 3CR. 8.55 on your AM dial. We have giveaways and question time. It'll need you to SMS your favourite line. So tune in to find out what's going on in our world. I'm Dinah, surprise, surprise. surprise. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au. 3CR On Demand, out at the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon till one Australian Eastern um, Standard Time. We're back. Um, we're, we don't like being standard. We like being above the best standard um, on um, Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Um, 
about 10, 11 minutes away from Freedom of Species, which um, broadcasts at one, covering all things animale in psychedelia, looking at um, debunking myths about substances, amongst other things, at two, and of course, Queering the Air, or Queer Radio, at three. Um, things, what are coming up? Um, there's a few, the, uh, lots of, it's coming up um, in the um, next week or so. The Polyvic Discussion Group at the Terminus um, is on this Tuesday night, 7.30. Be there a little earlier to settle in and be underway. The Trans Anxiety Group, uh, Anxiety Group, um, um, is on at um, Carlton on Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock. Um, check out tgv.org.au, the new website there. Bent TV um, on, of course, this Friday night, including QTV, and that pretty much gets us through this week. There's also, I should add, in terms of resources, a huge resource list thanks to the Monash Gender Clinic that now is now on Transgender Victoria's website. So if you do need a trans or intersex support group or family group for trans, um, well, there's your, your one-stop shop for Victoria. Um, a huge list, 21 pages, and um, they've got all the deets. Um, so you can download it, of course, if you need to. And it's great to see lots of things happening um, around all more and more of, um, you know, sort of uh, Metro Melbourne and regional and rural Victoria. Fantastic to see. So during the week was the um, federal budget and, of course, budget reply speech. And <clears throat> I was prompted to mention this in particular, um, Melina, um, our um, recurring correspondent, because, of course, nothing's regular on this show um, in any way, shape or form, um, emailed me about so a young trans person who rang into ABC Morning Radio to talk about the budget. And I think that's a really cool thing. And um, the young person was very um, sort of eloquent and, um, you know, sort of um, talking about lots of stuff and said how little there was in there for LGBTIQ people, which is pretty much a fair call, including trans and gender diverse queer people, um, because there wasn't. It's um, pretty empty, as you'd sort of, exp uh, sadly, I'd have to say, I wish I didn't have to say, otherwise, reminder that, of course, all opinions on this program are my own and not associated with any organisation with which I'm also involved. But, you know, let, let's face it, this has not been a liberal era that, at the federal level that has been remotely considerate of LGBTIQ people. And it's interesting, a random tweet I noticed, someone has said that they're, well, they said, Something that um, rhymes with fire truck. I've had enough of this government. Um, um, every day Scott Morrison just pisses me off no end. I've decided to be constructive and use this time wisely to convince my friends and family to vote Labor. The longer Bozo the PM delays, the more people I get to support Labor. Fair approach. Um, and you've really got to say what has not just the Morrison government done, but the whole Morrison-Abbott um, um sort of um, Turnbull era um, and, um, you know, sort of, uh, you know, very, very um, much nothing. Now, some people say, oh, but didn't we get marriage under them? We got marriage despite them and not with them. Um, so I think we have to be really, um, you know, very, cl very clear about that, that anything, you know, marriage happened um, when... Um, yeah, you know, because everyone else pushed, and then yes, lots of liberals voted for it in the end. Um, you know, that's all. Um, so I think we've got to be careful if they do come up with that one. 
Um, so plenty of um, things to think about, but yeah, very little um, in there for us. Um, yeah, and the pressure's now on, well, not the pressure, but I think we now need to pressure every other party to do better on LGBTIQ issues, and not that it's, I admit, it's my area of expertise, HIV type of issues as well, because it's um, been pretty woeful. So, um, yeah, um, not a great budget at all, not a lot to find in there, and that um, caller to ABC Radio was right on the button. So, you know, we're obviously gearing up for the election. My guess, if I had to put some money on it, is it would be called by this time next week. Surprised it hasn't been called. And the goss is the um, that the Prime Minister is not going off to Government House in Canberra today for tea and scones with um, his governorship. So, um, yeah, we'll um, have to um, get cracking. Um and um, make sure that we get a good election result. We're going to have to put in some effort, I think, because, um, you know, regardless of how you vote, I don't think we could have another, any length of time of, um, um, you know, sort of going through what we've been through for the last, well, nearly five years um, now anymore. We've got to get some progress back at a national level. Obviously, various good things happening around states and territories. Um, lots of good projects happening here in Victoria. Um, ACT, always pretty progressive, Tasmania with its laws, um, and hopefully WA soon, Um, so there's four, but we've got to get the national stuff going again, Um, and um, make sure we sort sort this out, Um, and um, get get working, so um, yeah, plenty to think about. All right. I'd better get out of here, I suppose. Make way for freedom of species um, coming in soon. Once again, thanks to everyone involved from 3CR and Transgender Victoria for last week's um, 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 you know, Trans Day of Visibility event, including the panel broadcast. Look for the panel on the Out of the Pan page. Uh, look for the podcast of what we were able to get on the Out of the Pan page. And thanks again to my guest for today, Chloe Black. Um, check her out. Um, during the comedy festival, um, very, very, um, what a, I just what a warm interview. So down to earth, um, very cool. And yeah, if you see um, someone who's um, sort of unofficially out there, and that is, of course, Anna Piper Scott. Um, see if you can catch her somewhere. I don't have, as I say, she's not on a scheduled event, but if you can catch her, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, let's. Um, um, give her a, a boost as well. Um, the more trans stand-ups there are, the better. Um, yeah, well, lots coming up over the next few weeks um, in the community. We'll obviously be keeping an eye on the federal elect um, when the federal election gets called and um, putting a call out now, I suppose, if there's anyone who from any party who wants to start being interviewed. Um, and obviously, if um, one party gets interviewed, where well, the offer is there to give even time. Um, to um, any candidate from any party or any independent. So might as well start getting the call out um, now as we speak. Um, And, yeah, um, it just seems like there is a mountain going on out there. Um, Hopefully um, start talking to lots of people in the next few weeks. Um, And, yeah, some exciting things coming up in the next week or so. Anyway, I'd better get out of here. Make way for Freedom of Species, talking all things animal advocacy as they do from one till two. 
And um, once again, thanks to guest Chloe Black for um, being in the studio today. I'll take it out today with a track ending the Tasmanian theme um, from Paul Kelly's album Stolen Apples because there's lots of Tasmanian apples and if someone had uh, put out an album called King Island Brie, I would have played a track from that too. Um, As I leave the studio, I'll leave the light on for freedom of species. Please leave the light on. That's the final track on the album. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.